This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to this week's episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. I am your host, Peter Avalon Northstar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and the CEO on Fire Coaching Program. And on this episode, you're a liar. You're a liar. You lie about the situations in your life. You lie about how you're feeling. You lie about how you show up in the world. You lie about your business. But most of all, you lie about your divorce. You lie about the pain that you're feeling. You lie about how empty you feel. You lie about the sorrow and the sadness that you feel on a daily basis. You hide behind a wall. You hide behind stories about how amazing your life is. You hide behind lies just so that you can show the world that you're not broken, that you're not sad. Just so you can show the world that you're not suffering So you can show the world that you got this. And yet deep down, deep down inside of you, you understand and know how hurt you are. You wake up in the morning not knowing what to do about life. You sit up in bed staring into the room, the quiet quiet room yet it is so loud that it speaks to you your thoughts rushing through your mind your heart your chest hurting like somebody had punched you you sit there wondering what happened why did this happen to me Why couldn't I fix and save my marriage? What happened to that man that I once was that looked into my wife's eyes with love and affection and she looked back at me and she just wanted me? What happened to that man? That man that had dreams and aspirations for what to do next? The man that would hunt down anything that he wanted in life and get results? The man that loved his wife above all in life and was willing to sacrifice everything to make her proud, to provide and to protect her. What happened to you? Sitting here in this room alone, no wife, no family, everything burning down around you. And yet you refuse to tell the truth. You refuse to ask for help because you are too embarrassed. You're too embarrassed to ask for help. What if somebody would actually really see who you were? What if somebody would fully understand the pain you're going through? How lonely you are. How broken you feel. How embarrassed it is to be divorced. 
You don't share these things because you don't want to be like Ross and friends. The guy who's known for that thing. Divorce. The man who cannot save his marriage. The man who cannot make his wife happy. And so here you sit, alone. Every morning wondering, what the hell happened? How did it reach this point? You look at your hands as they're shaking. You feel a rush of fear running through your body. You get up, you go to the washroom, you splash some water into your face. You look at yourself in the mirror and see the image staring back at you. This man that is unrecognizable, tired, exhausted. He looks 10 years older than he is. You look him in the eyes and you realize this is you. You're struck with this deep sense of sadness. This deep sense of loneliness. You're alone. Why? What happened? How did you fall so deep? You start crying. Your body starts shaking. You fall to the floor, curled up in a ball. Like a child weeping, calling out God's name. God, why? Why did this happen to me? Why couldn't I save this? Why couldn't I solve this? Why have you punished me like this? Do you hate me so much that I have to feel this pain? You lie there for what seems to be hours, but it's merely minutes. There is no answer. There is only this warmth in your body of pain. This feeling of fear, like you can't breathe. Feeling of death, like death is imminent. You lie there thinking. The images of your life, of your marriage, with your family, with your wife, with your business, they're all racing through your mind. All of the vacations, all of the holidays, all of the birthdays, all of the celebrations, all of the good times, all of it comes rushing through your mind like a light bolting. You're struck with the reality that it's over. You take a deep breath. You sit up, lean against the cupboard, looking up in the ceiling, thinking, how am I ever going to get out of this? How am I ever going to solve this? Who am I now as a divorced man? Who can I talk to about this? without feeling the shame and guilt 
without feeling embarrassed. I'm a successful businessman that does business deals, have employees, who runs with the best in the industry, and yet here I sit, broken, alone, hurt, not knowing who I am, not knowing where to go, not knowing who to ask to relieve me of this pain I feel. And so you get up and you get dressed because you have to. You have to go back and perform. You have to go back to work. You have to go back and lead your employees. And you do your best every day to pretend like you're okay, even though that your employees can see the silent desperation in your eyes. They can see the man that you used to be is no longer present. The man you used to be is now shattered. Like death is pulling him down. And yet you still hide and you still lie. You still do not come clean about your pain. And when somebody asks you, you just let them know, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be okay. It's just a matter of time. Time will heal me. Time will take this and I will be better. Don't worry about me. I got this. And yet every day you walk home from work alone and scared, not knowing what the future will bring, not knowing how to provide for yourself. The man who was always so certain in himself now with all this uncertainty, all this doubt, all this confusion, all of this pain and all of this sadness. It's like all the horrors of your life has come into one. And you have finally been beaten. And yet every day you get up and you go and you do your best at work. You show up the best you can. And time and time and time again, you show up the best you can. Each day taking the next. But nothing really changes inside of you. The days are different, but the pain is still there. The pain and the hurt and the loneliness continues. The doubt, the regret, the shame, it's all still there. Hiding inside of you, behind this wall that you put up against the world so that it looks like you're doing great. You pretend that you're fine towards your ex-wife so that your kids don't see your suffering. You make sure that your kids have everything they need and what they want in life. And you tuck them in at night, looking at them with love and affection. And yet inside of your heart, you feel lonely. You feel lonelier than ever. And many nights when you have your children, you cry yourself to sleep, feeling like the biggest failure in this world. And yet you still do not share. 
you still do not open up about how you feel because you're embarrassed. You're embarrassed to share how you feel, that you could not solve this. You can solve everything else in the business world, but the one thing that you could not solve what the problems in your marriage, the lack of intimacy in your marriage, the long nights at work, and you came home and your wife was asleep. The many nights you tried to get connected with her through sex and yet she refused. She was either too tired, it was too late, or she was just not in the mood. And so you got angry and resented her for it. And so you started working more and more, allowing work to overtake you instead of having that conversation, that conversation that would allow you to speak your truth, that conversation that would allow you to speak your pain. And so you repeat the same pattern now, hiding, hiding from the world, hiding your pain, hiding your sorrow. And as days go by and the pain continues and it doesn't change, even though that you believe the time will take it. One day you go after work to the liquor store and you buy a bottle of liquor. You go home, you have one glass, you have two glasses, the pain is still there. It's almost like the alcohol amplifies the pain and yet you continue to drink. You continue and continue until you wake up the next day having finished the whole bottle. And so you take a shower and you brush up and you go to work and you pretend like nothing happened. And yet your employers see that the version of you that you were has now become a hollow shell of a man, a dead man walking. A man unwilling to admit his defeat. And so you go back to the liquor store and you buy more alcohol and you drink more every day. And every day you get drunk and every day you drink yourself to sleep. And every day and in every way you still feel the pain, the sorrow, the regret and the uncertainty, the doubt and the fear of the future. Nothing has changed other than you using alcohol. It is the only thing that can get you to sleep and it's the only thing that can make you sleep throughout the night so you don't wake up in a pile of sweat, full of anxiety, full of fear of dying and admitting how you feel. And so the alcohol is the one thing that keeps you somewhat sane. Or at least that's what you tell yourself. Without the alcohol, I would not be able to sleep. Without the alcohol, I would not be able to go through this pain. Not realizing that it's the alcohol that has now become your master. All because you're still too embarrassed to tell the truth. And so you keep lying. And you keep hiding. You do not tell your employees. You do not tell your ex-wife. You do not tell your friends or your family how you feel. God forbid you would seek the help of a therapist or a coach or a mentor. 
God forbid that you would seek out help so that you could feel better because now you're in the depth of hell, the hell of your own creation. Your stubbornness and unwillingness to seek help has now drowned you in this pit of despair. And so, after a year, and after a year and a half, nothing changes. You've gained weight. You don't work out anymore. You don't take care of your body. You've grown a big beard. You don't really look very sanitized. You don't take care of yourself. Because every day is the exact same thing. You're just on repeat. Feel the pain. Drink. Feel the pain. Drink. Feel the pain. Drink. And so your body suffers. The anxiety attacks increases. And what do you do? You drink more. Now you add a little bit of marijuana into the mix to calm you down and the alcohol to make you sleep. And yet the anxiety never goes away because the thoughts are still in your mind. The thoughts about your past, the thoughts about your marriage, the thoughts about your divorce, the thoughts about your ex-wife, the woman that you promised to do everything for. You said to her, I will never quit on you. I will never quit on my family. And so every day you punish yourself in every way possible because you broke that promise. And you still hide. And you still lie. When people ask you, how are you feeling? You still say the same thing. I am fine. I'm good. Everything is perfect. I'm really great. It's amazing. This thing was the best thing that ever happened to me. And yet that little voice in your mind knows the truth. That nagging feeling in your heart that keeps hitting you. Hitting you. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. It's like a drum beating, a drum that is asking you to rise and yet you refuse to listen. And after two years, it is the same thing. The drinking has increased. The abuse of drugs have increased. Your house is now a mess. You never clean. You basically come home after work and you eat fast food, you get drunk, you smoke up, and you go to bed. Every day is the same. Nothing is different. Nothing is different. You've gained 30 pounds. You feel heavier. You have cholesterol issues. Your doctor is telling you, I got to put you on blood thinners, or we got to change your diet. We got to do something because right now, the way that you are going, you're heading down a path of death and destruction. You're killing yourself slowly by day by day by drinking and abusing your body and not taking care of yourself. But you don't care. You don't care. You believe that God is punishing you. You hate God. You've distanced yourself from God. You're angry at God for what happened and the fact that you feel this pain. And this pain never, 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 ever vanishes. And it just continues. And it just multiplies. 
you thought and believed that time was the one thing that would heal, but it does not take away the pain. It doesn't take away the memories. It doesn't take away the dreams. All of the dreams about your ex-wife, all of the dreams about your children. When you go to bed at night and you wake up in a pile of sweat, all of those dreams in your head, you cannot get them out. But you don't care. Because most of all, you just feel like dying. You feel like the only time, the only place where you will get peace is if you're dead. And so you don't care what your doctor says. Because deep down you know that if you continue, there is only one way. And so you keep going. You keep going. And your wife knows, or your ex-wife, she knows that you're in a bad place. She's seen the man that she was married to transform into what could be a monster. A man who is so broken that he cannot even see reality. But you lie to her. You lie to her about how much money you're making. You lie to her about how the business is doing. And yet you're secretly taking the funds out of your company to, to keep you supplied with drugs and alcohol. Now you have increased it to go to prostitutes and strip joints. Because you're a man and you need and you crave female attention. And so now on Fridays and on Saturdays you go to the strip joint. And you pay prostitutes to take care of you. And every time you still feel the same nagging empty feeling inside of yourself. And the same question that always comes up. Who are you? Who are you? And what are you here to do? And so your ex-wife and your family, they try to help you. They try by doing an intervention to try to make you realize that you have an abuse problem. That you're abusing alcohol and sex as a way to keep you away from the pain that you feel. To getting the support and the help that you really need to move on the other side of this abyss that you have created for yourself. But their attempts fall on deaf ear. You will not have it. You will not listen. You just put up another wall and you tell them, I'm fine. I'm all good. Don't worry, I got this. I got everything under control. Until the day that your business goes bankrupt. Your alcohol abuse, your drug abuse, your sex addiction has completely bankrupt the company. Your attitude towards your employees have made your employees quit and leave for a better job, for a better future. You've become a tyrant at work, yelling and screaming at your employees vomiting out all of your anger and your emotion, vomiting out all the pain that you feel inside. All of the pain that you feel inside. And so you go bankrupt. 
and they come and they confiscate all of your nice possessions, your cars, your house, your beautiful sculptures, your Rolexes, all of your nice watches, all of your nice jewelries. The bank takes it all. You have to move into a one-bedroom apartment. And one day you're sitting there in your living room on your couch, staring into the wall just like you did years before, thinking to yourself, what happened to me? I used to have everything, and now I have nothing. I have no business, I have no wife, I have no access to my kids, my health is declining fast, I'm on medication, I'm overweight, I have anxiety and I'm now taking anxiety medication. I feel depressed and my doctor has given me medication for depression. I'm taking five to six different types of medication. I lost my business, I'm flat broke. And yet all I want to do is get high. All I want to do is to get drunk just because I can, just because I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel anything. This is why I have been numbing myself for the past years. Numbing myself with alcohol and drugs, with women, with porn, just so I would not feel that I would not face the reality of who I am as a man and admit to myself that I didn't do for me what I could have done. And so in that moment, when you have nothing left, you have nothing left in your tank, a thought enters your mind. It's like a darkness that creeps in, telling you, just kill yourself. Just get it over with. Nobody cares about you. Be better if you're no longer here. And so you go out on the balcony and you look down and you decide in that moment that this is it. This is it. This story is not a very pleasant story, but it's a story that a lot of divorced men, they struggle with. And I'm sharing it with you because a lot of what I shared in this story is my story. It's my pain. 
It's what I went through. But I want to offer you a different possibility. I want to offer you a path. You see, when I was faced with all of this pain, when I was in the worst place possible, when I was in the place where I was contemplating suicide, a voice spoke to me and led me out of this darkness and sent me on a path that has taken me four years. It's taken me four years to uncover the science and art behind all of this. It's taking me countless nights in pain and suffering, countless nights in anxiety, dealing with anxiety, not sleeping for months and months at a time to find a path out of it and to find a path forward. You see, one of our biggest challenges as men, especially during divorce, is our lack of telling the truth, our lack of sharing our pain. I too thought that I didn't need help. I too thought that I shouldn't ask anybody for support as I was going through this. But looking back, I realized that had I asked for help sooner, my pain and my process, my loss of finances, my loss of my business and business relationship, all of that could have been mitigated. But you see, I was too stubborn. I was too stubborn to take the help. I was too stubborn to ask for help. And so I allowed myself to drift, drift into the darkest night of my soul. A place where all hope vanished. A place where I felt more alone than I have done in my eight years of marriage. I felt more isolated, more separated from myself, from God, from my friends, from my family. I felt more lost and I had more uncertainty than I have ever had in my entire life. So I get it. I understand this pain better than anybody you could possibly imagine. Because I have walked it. And I have conquered it. I have found a way forward. I have found a path. And today, my life is completely different. If I could tell you the difference between my life today and back then, it is like night and day. Today, when I look at myself, I am proud of myself. I am proud of my journey. I am proud of my decisions and I'm proud of the man that I have become. But it wasn't always like that. It took me to go to the depths of hell over and over and over again. You see, time doesn't heal wounds. This is an illusion that we've been told. Time just puts things into perspective. 
But that does not mean the pain vanishes or disappears. It doesn't mean that things get easier. I know it's a thing that people love to say because it takes the act of responsibility, your ability to take responsibility for your life and make it better. It takes that equation out and it puts you back into the force of average, the place where you live and die in the field of dreams, where you live as an average man. But what I uncovered doing four years that I went through this hell is that there is another path. There is a path of excellence and being elite, elite in your physicality, elite in your spirituality, elite in your relationship with your children, with your ex-wife, with your new partner, with your new wife, with your friends, with your family, with your co-workers. There's a new path forward in your business that could create the business life and the lifestyle that you have only dreamt of. And so for four years, I set out to conquer this path and learn it and live it and lead it. And that's why I know there is a way out. But I cannot choose this way for you. And I cannot walk this path for you. I can be a guide, I can be your coach, I can be your mentor. I can lead you forward through the same process that I went through. But know that it requires a lot. It requires you to become a man that right now that you do not even believe is present or possible. It will require you to go all in on yourself, to let go of being and feeling like a victim, to knowing that you can be the victor of your own story and your own life. And so I offer you this path. I offer you this path. So if you wanna come play, there's two ways you can do so. So here's what I want you to do. You can join the private Facebook group from pain to power, or I can take you personally on this journey. I can lead you and guide you through this adventure. And if that's something that's for you, if you're tired of where you are right now and you want a way out, then let's book a call and let's chat about the next steps. Because the longer you stay in this pain, the longer you allow yourself to drift, the more you lose yourself. the longer you live in darkness. Now, I know a lot of men love to live in darkness because it gives them a feeling of purpose. Like they're conquering something by suffering. It's like we have a battle of our lifetime. The, the problem is that this battle might not be the right one. 
you see there's many sides of this equation. There's many sides. And when you're in the darkness, when you're in the pit, you cannot see where you're going. And so I offer you this path as a way out because there is hope and there is another life for you that is waiting for you to say yes to. There is another man waiting for you that has everything that you could ever dream of. The sexy wife, the amazing cars, the beautiful house, traveling the world, whatever your dreams are, he is there. But you have to say yes. And it starts with you. That's all I got for you today. Love and light your way. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at thedivorceceo.com slash coaching.